Hey everybody. I'm Jasmine. I'm Michelle. I'm Ashley and we're Aval. Thanks for listening to this week's podcast. Today we're talking about burnout and boundaries. Make sure to subscribe so you can be notified every time a new podcast is up and watch this video on YouTube and follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Amplified Voice of Women. Hey everybody, thanks so much for tuning in and listening with us today. So today we're going to talk about a topic that I feel is kind of up and coming this year. I'm hearing a lot of it Mm -hmm. from a lot of different authors, writers, speakers. And so we're going to kind of dive in ourselves and talk about burnout and boundaries. Mm -hmm. And of course, I went to my best friend Google (laughs) coming in clutch And I looked up the definition of burnout, and it's a state of emotional, physical, and mental exhaustion caused by excessive and prolonged stress. It occurs when you feel overwhelmed, emotionally drained, and unable to meet constant demands. So my question for you guys, Michelle and Jasmine, (laughs) is what does burnout look like for you and was there ever a season where you feel like that was most present I guess well I think in uh in parenting it's all the time uh it's like ups ups and downs of burnout um I probably should learn how to manage burnout a little better but I think I'm the type that I go hard go hard go hard Mm -hmm. and then oh crash burn and then I need a you know break and then I gotta do it and then it just happens again yeah it just yeah it just happens again um I don't know if that is parenting but uh for me that's how it's been I know but one of my definite signs that I can tell like whoa you're, you're starting to get burned out is like easily aggravated mm-hmm. that is my number one mm-hmm. when I'm annoyed with anything that breathes mm-hmm. I'm like oh you're you're yeah you're, you're definitely burned out you need to figure some things out like something something needs to change right yeah, away that's yeah. my definite sign how about you Michelle so I think everybody deals with it so differently, and I think that there's so many like different areas where you can yeah. reach burnout. You can, like in leadership, you can reach burnout, and for me, that can feel like I just don't want to do anything anymore, or have no passion to do something yeah. anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, so when it comes to that area, it's like, wait, I should actually want to do this, and then I realize I've reached burnout. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. when you, like you lose should, motivation, <clears throat> yeah, you lose motivation, you just lose the passion like you're just not excited about it anymore and it just feels like a job versus something you want to do um so that's for that and I think yeah I think you hit it right on with the whole parenting thing I mean Mm -hmm. I think for me it's that like I'll get frustrated or just easily overwhelmed or I'm tired all the time and I'm like I'm reaching burnout like it hits my physical body Mm -hmm. um so yeah I just get tired or like my mental is all over the place so for me, I feel like most often is the parenting thing, like you said, Jasmine. Like, if I'm, I've, I told my husband, like, when I get burned out, like, and overwhelmed, I just give up. Like, I just stop trying. <laughs> <laughs> That's no, I think, yeah. So, like, yeah. I could go, like, I think I could go, like, a solid 24 hours without a break. Like, there was one day Miguel was, like, working all day. I was home with Ava, and I try to have, like, other work stuff going on for myself. It's like squeezing that in here and there. But then after work, I think I made dinner. He had a meeting and then she was put down for bed. And like by the end of the day, I'm like, I gave up. Like I'm not doing nothing. (laughs) So and then like I told like the next day I told him because 
I think it turned out like I had to do the same thing all over without a break the next day. Mm-hmm. And by then, like, I just yep. stuck Ava in her crib and I was like, I just need like 30 minutes to just <laughs> sit down in yep. peace and quiet. Yeah. So then, like, I actually had to have a conversation because, like, that's not okay. <laughs> so I'm like, we gotta like draw a line somewhere here. But, like, I think, like, the biggest, like, the biggest, longest period of burnout for me was when I was working a third shift, full-time job, and going to school full-time. And that was more so, like, a limit I needed to kind of put on myself. Mm -hmm. But, like, I was tired all the time, like, so tired, like, literally crying because I was so tired. Like, baby, boo-boo crying. Like, you know, like, babies, like, cry for food, cry because they're tired, cry yeah. because they, like, it was like that. Like, I'm crying because I need crying because I'm tired. sleep. <laughs> so, but then, like, later on, I kind of, like, learned that that was, like, affecting, like, our relationship and mm-hmm. stuff. So, those are, like, a couple signs for yeah. me of burnout. And I think it comes in different seasons. Like, yeah. what burned me out before maybe my younger 20s yeah. is yeah. what burns me out now and, like, Back That's in true. my younger 20s, That's I was true. going to school full-time. Yeah. I was, like, a leader at church completely full-time. I was married, all that stuff. And, like, I was doing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then I had kids. kids. <laughs> right, my first kid, I was five. The then I had two kids. Yeah. Then I had three kids. And then I had four kids. And it's just, like, completely different. It's so like, it's, different. It's not There's the like- same. Physical exhaustion and then yeah. mental exhaustion. And then I try to do the same things I did before I had kids. And I'm like... Like, no. immediately, I'm just like, no. Yeah, no. <laughs> not in this what season. are you trying to do right now? Nope. Like, that's not going to work. Yeah. So. yeah, I think, uh, like, we, yeah, when I was working, coming home, and, and trying to do all the things, that's definitely what put me, like, into a season of, I almost felt lost. Like, whose life am I living? Yeah. Like, I'm going here and going there, and it was like, it's like, is it the same person? Is it two different people? <laughs> it's like an outer body experience. Like when you see this person do all this stuff, but you're like, I don't, I don't even know who this person is because this person right now is so lost and just trying to please my job and then trying yeah. to please everybody mm-hmm. at home and trying to make sure we are, you know, it for church. And the kids are well presented at church because the world can't see that mommy's falling mm-hmm. apart and mommy can't do it all. So mm-hmm. let's make sure you guys look mm-hmm. normal and having to take the kids to school yep. and doing all yep. that. And so you, you try so hard. Uh, but I, 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 my new, I think my most recent, I think one was just feeling lost. Like, who are you? Like mm-hmm. just that feeling of not even knowing who I was. Um, and then of course you have to recognize where that's coming from. But like, that was my, one of my one signs too, of like, just like, getting up to do the, the rat race, you know, getting yep. up to do the whole rat race again yeah. and then looking myself in the mirror and be like, no, like this changes today because I don't, I don't recognize who I am or where yeah. I'm at. Yeah. That, that kind of happened to me. Um, when I was working and going to school, like I had to mentally like shut off to do the rat race, like to just like keep, like make it through the week. I had to be like, okay, all this stuff has to be put on the back burner and like kind of like autopilot yeah. through the week. Yeah. It kind of reminds me of like have you guys heard of Sunday blues? No. Which is like okay, so the day like, before like the work week a lot of people get like really sad or oh, anxious yeah. on Sundays okay. cuz they're like preparing for yeah. the week again and I feel like that's probably like a more frequent sign of burnout that people aren't really yeah. like aware is like hey, like you're giving too much in this area or not giving yourself enough to prepare for that 
So yeah. I think they think it's normal. Yeah. Like when we grew up going to school on Monday, who I hated going to school on Monday. It was like yeah. the worst thing. Oh, it's yeah. Monday. We got to go to school. But I think the world tells us that's normal, that that's okay. Yeah. That's, that's, that's what everyone that feels feeling. every Monday. Yeah. That um, Monday yeah. feeling. And then, that Monday feeling is normal. Who doesn't have the Monday feeling? Yeah. Uh, and then we, we realize that that's not normal. That's a big sign of burnout. That's a big sign of, hey, I need to put some type of boundaries up because mm-hmm. this feeling every week is not how God intended yeah. me to live my life. This yeah. is not, he wants me to live in joy and be excited for the new week right. and excited mm-hmm. for what's coming. Not like, oh, Monday again. So yeah, definitely uh, don't believe the lie that it's okay to feel that way you know, mm-hmm. every Monday because we've all done it. We've all been there. Yeah, yeah, that's so true. As of um, before, we like go into the topic mm-hmm. of like boundaries and how we set boundaries and stuff like that. I kind of wanted to ask you guys like if you've um, ever like been the person or come across the person who seems to have it all together. <laughs> Like, I've definitely not been the person. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm very honest with me not having it yeah. together. Like, hey, guys, I don't have it together. Please don't think I do because this is not how it rolls. Yeah. Um, but I have seen the people that I'm like, how are they doing it? Like, yeah. mm-hmm. they look amazing. And you, um, yeah. I don't know if it's good jealousy or not jealous. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what it is. If you're coveting or just look at them. Like, it's God, just like noticing. I like, wish hey, I could do that. things like them. Yeah. Um, but what I would find out, cause I'm like that person that if I think you have it, I'm going to ask you questions mm-hmm. and I'm going to get all up in your business because the mm-hmm. in- inside, I want to know that you don't have it together. <laughs> <laughs> you know, inside, I want to I, I had a higher expectation. No, I'm no, not going to lie. No, inside, don't, don't, don't. Inside, I want to know that, that it's a facade, <laughs> that you don't have it together. And, but th- this is the crazy thing that when I do that, mm-hmm. most of the people that I've talked to don't have it together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like they're like, you're crazy to think that I have it perfect. I, or like that I, I'm making this all work. I am totally not. Yeah. And when they would let me know about, you know, like, Hey, this morning I forgot the kids lunch and I haven't even taken a shower in three days. And you're like, Oh wow. Really? <laughs> and I'm like, yes. It's almost like, like God is telling me, you see, you see, it's not, it's not, <laughs> I know it sounds horrible, but it's like, it's not, it's not going to be perfect. Yeah. And like, it, no one has it. Like, like you mm-hmm. think in your head, like you think this is how it's supposed to look and this is how you can do it. And it's not, like, it, this yeah. is the expectation you have yeah. is unreal. So yeah, I get, I love when I find out that people don't have it together. I'm like, thank you. I feel normal. I appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. So this is kind of like a side note. Um, but I, I don't know if you guys are familiar with the terms of high-functioning anxiety or high-functioning depression, which is when, like, you're struggling with those things, but you're performing really well anyway, like straight A's mm-hmm. or, like, re- doing really good with your relationships or stuff like that. And I just kind of, like, wanted to put it out there, mm-hmm. like, check on your strong friend, like, the one that seems like they have it all together, mm-hmm. because I feel like... The, like the people who are best at projecting, like, like that strong that thing might be coming <clears throat> because they're not, like, aware of what's going on. Like, you don't even yeah. know that you're burned out because, like, mm-hmm. you're not, like, which we'll, we'll tap into later. But just check on your strong friend and see how they're doing and ask those questions and stuff. Be there for them. So um, what kind of boundaries um, have you guys needed to set? Like, to keep you from burning out. Like, those examples that you guys mentioned earlier. 
Okay, so I, because of, I am now home and I am, you know, homemaker, I am a homeschool teacher, I am chef, uh, laundry man, everything. Nurse, doctor. Nurse, doctor, <laughs> uh, cleaning lady. Uh, <laughs> I have come up uh, with, I find that doing a daily routine helps me so much not burn out. And I can't do a schedule because if I do a schedule like at 9 o'clock, you're supposed to yeah. do this, and at 10 o'clock, it stresses me out. Mm-hmm. And then I feel like I'm behind. And yeah. so that burns me out super yeah, quick. I, yeah, I have to do a routine, mm-hmm. we call it, or a flow. A rhythm. A rhythm. It has to be that way for me to just feel like a kind of slight order to my day. And it helps me just figure out, okay, this is what's going to come next. Another one of my things that I just uh, started implementing was delegating chores to my kids. Yes. Now, I know people are going to get surprised about this, but I was this lady. I, this is always so shocking. No, I was the mom who was like, you had kids. Don't make your kids clean. Like, that's your job. <laughs> you had kids. Let them be kids. Like, that was my philosophy on kids cleaning. I know it's a bad one, but I felt that's just, I don't know. I just had that strong mm-hmm. conviction of, I used to hate seeing kids <laughs> clean. Like, I used to get so angry when I'd go over people's houses and their kids are like hardcore cleaning. And I was like, that's not going to be me. Nope. I'm going to do it all for them. Yeah, I'm going to do it all. And my kids are going to play and enjoy life. And then I stayed home. Um, And I'm like, no. Like, there has to be some type of order. And so we've started super light. Like, Mm -hmm. super light. But it actually started this week, which is funny. Um, Mm -hmm. I just was like, I've made the schedule two weeks ago. Slowly worked them into it. Like, there's daily chores that they they do. Daily chores, as in they're washing their up, like washing their dishes. Just their own dishes. Washing your dishes, making your bed, cleaning your room. Like, that's your daily chore. Maintaining your room clean. Yeah. Those are daily things they do every day besides, you know, taking mm-hmm. a shower and getting themselves ready. Um, but I've now added in the girls wash their own clothes. Nice. They wash, dry, awesome. fold, and put them away. That's their You thing. know there are college kids oh, that gosh. need to learn that. that look, I... It has you were teaching them survival, survival skills. Survival skills. Absolutely. It's happening. They even hang out their clothes. I was so proud. I was so proud. But yeah, uh, so, and, and the funny thing is they're responding very well. Awesome. Like yeah. they're enjoying it. And I, mm-hmm. and I was, I was learning watching videos, mom who makes their kids do chores. Cause I was like, I need, I need some help. <laughs> um, but they were saying that like kids feel like they're part of something yeah. when they actually do chores. Like, so I was like, okay, good. I can do this. <laughs> um, and I'm having them clean their own bathroom. Of course I go check, but yep. they do really good. They're doing really good. It's, it's, mm-hmm. it's up to my standards, which my husband has a hard time meeting my standards. So I am proud of my kids. They're doing it. <laughs> They're doing it. They're doing it. Even my son, who is six, I'm having him like jump in. <laughs> he's vacuuming. He's mopping. Like he's doing what he can do at his age. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to like he's he likes washing and drying. He's not great on the folding yet, but we're getting there. And I'm yeah. trying to show him. And it's I realize that it helps. It's actually helping me. Mm-hmm. Like I was able to clean my bathroom this week. Mm-hmm. Like wow, and maintain it clean, which yeah. is a whole other thing. Yeah. Um. But so just that, and noticing that when we start school, it feels good to have a clean house. Yeah. Like it just makes feels. Sense. Yeah, it makes a difference. It's like clean space, clean mind. Yeah, clean okay. space, clean mind. Mm-hmm. I, it's definitely helping me with feeling so burnt out of doing all the things. Yeah. Because there's no way you could be a homeschool mom, uh, you know, and cook and clean. And have everything done and do that same thing every day. Like, you will burn out. Like, there's no been there, done that. You Absolutely. Are, you're going to burn out. <clears throat> it, yeah. Just emotionally. It's the same thing every day. Like yeah, it's the same thing every day. And it's hard. It. It's really easy for you to be, uh, like, not grateful. Like, hate it. And that's where I was getting. I was, it was becoming, like, I'm starting to hate this. Mm. Uh, and if I'm supposed to do everything unto God, like, and this always happens mm-hmm. to me when I'm washing dishes. Like, God likes to speak to me when I'm washing dishes. But if I'm supposed to, I always say, if I'm supposed to wash my dishes unto God, 
and I'm hating it, I'm not doing it unto God. It's yeah. totally not. So that's where like God's like, okay, you need help. Make a schedule, something simple, something just for yeah. them so you don't feel like you're not being a mom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah. just so you're teaching them, teaching them life. And then so that's been great. Um, and my time with God. I have to have some time with God in the morning, even mm-hmm. if I can't work out that morning. And that's been hard for me, especially with weight fluctuating. Um to tell myself, hey, you don't have enough time to work out this morning, but you need to have your time with God. Mm-hmm. Um, making sure mm-hmm. I pick my time with God over everything. Yeah. Like, make sure you get that time yeah. in. That's the most important thing. You'll get your workout in playing with the kids, <laughs> but make sure yeah. you get your time in with God. It's definitely things help. That has definitely helped me in these in these couple weeks, months of not making sure I don't burn out. Yeah. So how about you, Michelle? Yeah, no, that's a big one for me, the whole time with God in the morning because... Like, I notice it. I like to pay attention to myself and notice, like, the moments where I lack or the moments where I'm like, wow, you really, like, just went overboard right now. Mm-hmm. And I look back and I'm like, oh, I, I didn't have that moment with the Lord this morning. Like, I, I didn't have those 30 minutes or whatever it was. So that's huge because whenever I don't have, like, my quiet time in the morning yeah. and the kids just wake up and they're, like, they're ready on to go. go mode. Like, <laughs> my oldest is six, so he's on go mode and it's just... Like, there's no break after that. They wake up, and the clock starts. Mm-hmm. Um, and it doesn't stop till they go to bed at night. So, um, yeah, that's definitely a huge one. I <laughs> I totally agree with the chore stuff, but I totally started off just like, nope, you guys are going to clean. Like, <laughs> like, you, you had it right from the beginning. There was no, like, I'm going to do everything for you. Nope, that was never <laughs> my feeling. I don't but, think you could do that with four kids. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I did notice, like, from the beginning, they themselves wanted to. It's true. So I never wanted yeah. to stop that desire on them because I'm like, wait, this is in them to do it naturally? And I'm like, yeah. I don't have to force you to do to want to clean. Okay, I know you're not going to do it well. I'm going to have to go clean after you, but at least, like, you're doing this. Mm-hmm. And my prayer is that it lasts <laughs> till they're 18 yes. and 20 years old, that they will wanting want to wash dishes. But um, So that does help. But I think is really setting boundaries are so important like god established boundaries from the beginning mm-hmm. he said we talked about it earlier like he said let the water like divide like stop here there was no water crossing over the land like no the water will stop and that was a boundary he put on the earth itself mm-hmm. um he gave boundaries to adam and said hey um be fruitful increase in number this is your task this is your job um rule over the the, the birds rule over the animals and that was his boundary. Like, that was his responsibility. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it's so important for us to know what is our responsibility. Like, what is um, our task to do and what is not. Yeah. Like, um, yeah, that's good. Um, reading this book called Boundaries Right Now by Dr. Henry Cloud. And one of the things he says is um, homeowners, which we also just bought our house. So I totally got this picture. But as soon as you buy a house, you usually do the... What is it called? Appraisal mm-hmm. inspection. The when you figure out like how far your land goes. Oh, the survey. Yeah, like the yeah. survey on the on the land, so you can see like where your yard stops yeah. and where you know whatever. Um, and so I totally got that picture, and it's like yeah, homeowners do that so that they can know exactly what is it that I can do, mm-hmm. not so much what I can't do, That's but good. I set up my boundaries around my house so I know okay, this is what I can do. I can put a trampoline over here. Yeah. I can put a pool over here. Um, and it's not so much like I can't go over there, but it's more of like, what can I do? And I think sometimes we have this negative thing with boundaries mm-hmm. where we're like, oh, if I put a boundary or yeah. I feel like I just can't do it, 
I can't do these things. But no, it's actually the opposite. I feel like it empowers us to know what is in my yard to do. Um, it's not my problem if my neighbor doesn't uh, uh, mow his lawn. Yeah. Like, that's on his yard. It's, mm-hmm. it's my responsibility to take care of mine, and I can't expect my neighbor to come over and mow my lawn. Um, it, like, it just doesn't yeah. make sense, and we would laugh at it in the, in the natural sense. But it's the same way in all other areas, spiritually, mentally, marriage. Like you can't, I can't expect you to come into my life and fix my marriage or come, you know, come and fix my children. Like, no, that's my responsibility. So just kind of knowing those things really helps me. And even writing down like what's in my yard, what's in my boundary in all areas, mentally, physically, um, my children, my spouse, like all those things that I'm supposed to be stewarding. What, exactly. what is that? Mm-hmm. So that I can, I'm a very ritual person, so that I can plainly see it, then I can, I can know, okay, these are the things that um, I'm to be taking responsibility over, you know? Yeah. So. Um, the, so I have two boundaries that I've had to set for myself because, I mean, you can kind of assume it from what I shared about working and going to school full-time, but I've had to, like, now that I'm starting a business and everything's on my time, I've had to like set a limit between like, okay, this is, you have like four hours and that is like max that you can spend working on this one task. Or like also like I've had to set apart time to start winding down because if I work all the way up until bedtime, like my mind you is still going. Oh yeah, absolutely. A yeah, hundred yeah. miles an hour. Yeah. Um, and then like, Honestly, the biggest thing for me that I've realized in pretty much every season is having to set emotional boundaries, which has been really hard. I've had to do that Mm -hmm. with my siblings. I've had to do that with my friends. And I've also had to do that with my husband because I tend to like, I really do like get very invested and give 100% into every Mm -hmm. single person. Like you're not always getting a part of me, you're getting all of me. So with my siblings, it was kind of like a boundary for myself. Like you need to let go of this illusion of control and give them like room to To make mistakes, learn on their own, like give your two cents and then that's it. With my friends, it's like, um, I I, like, I had to basically say like, Hey, like if this is gonna, well, I have to give context to that if I, if I'm going to use that, but basically (laughs) (laughs) with my, I had one friend that was like saying like, she was saying that she had needs of me, that she wasn't needing for herself. And it was kind of taxing on me because every time I wasn't able to be there for her Mm. in the way that she thought I needed to be, Mm. it was like always causing conflict and making me anxious and making her feel like, um, just like I wasn't there for her, so I'm like, if this yeah. is gonna be like a continual thing, then maybe we have to part ways or have some space or something, cause it's yeah. not gonna work. It's yeah. like, it's always exhausting. And then with my husband, like just saying, like, like with my husband, it's been more about prioritizing myself and like saying, okay, like this is what I have to do for me, I don't know. It's kind of mm-hmm. all abstract. I don't know if any of that makes sense, but yeah, yeah. So, so I okay, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. oh no, no, I was gonna say, uh, what do you like? I think especially when you're doing trying to figure out what's burning you out and boundaries, you gotta figure out what do you really want and what do you want your life to look like. Like, mm-hmm. how do I want? How can I execute this? 
Yeah. Um, and then figure out the most simple way to do it. <clears throat> I think that's a, like a big part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, the question of what do I want? What do I want? What do I want this to look like? What's most important to me right now? And how can I how can I execute this? Yeah. Um, because when you fig- once you figure that out, you will realize how to keep it simple. So like example, if right now I am my number one thing is to be great at schooling my kids mm-hmm. and being and being that and being a good wife. Then mm-hmm. I know I can't take on all these extra leadership positions that I, that I was used to doing. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. um, it hurts. That's a big one for church people. It hurts. <laughs> it hurts. Like yeah. hurts. Like I'm telling you, it hurts when, when um, like you know my my, my in laws are pastors. So mm-hmm. every time they come and we talk to them, they're like, "How's the church?" And I'm like, "Great." You know, I go, <laughs> um, but like it's like um, I know they want to hear. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, we we're now involved in this. Right, we're now right. doing this. I know mm-hmm. that's what. They want to, hear, or they're just like, "What are you guys doing? Like, we're pastors. You guys need to get in there and work, <laughs> you know." Um, but right now in the season, yep. it's not what my life looked like. Like mm-hmm. my life, to keep it simple and and know that I can thrive this, in it and yeah. thrive exactly, and not just like survive. Exactly, it. I need yep. to do this to the fullest, and this is my current season. Mm-hmm. Uh, the world tells me I can have it all, mm-hmm. but the Bible says there's a season for everything. Absolutely. And in this season, this is my current season. Mm-hmm. This is what I need to thrive at. This is the ministry that God has for me right now. Mm-hmm. So I need to do it and execute it. And obviously there's a vow. Um, so I can't add something else on. Like I know yeah. that just do everything well, which you have, and there'll be another season, but enjoy this season. Yeah. And no, keep it simple because I am one that I like the bells and I like the whistles and mm-hmm. I will add everything on. And I'm a yes person and I know... It's weird. You would not think that people are like. No. Actually, I would. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm a yes person. I want to please. I want to please. Mm-hmm. Uh, it hurts me. Like I think when I had to tell Ashley one time, oh, I can't babysit the baby. I almost cried. Why? I know. I almost cried because I just. It, it's just. I want to be. I want to be able to say yes. I can. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or yes, I can do this. I'm Jasmine. I'm superwoman. Right. You know, like I can do this. Um, but when you have to say, no, I can't. No, I can't. No, I can't. Mm-hmm. Or just, I'm trying to keep it simple. This is the only way it works. I think you have to. Once you do that, that whole thing of what really matters to me, that's mm-hmm. the moment where you're like, okay, yeah. Yeah. Um, this is, I just got to keep my eye on this and realize that when you come back, come back and come back and look at that um, yeah. of what, what are you keeping your eye on? What, what really matters to you? Because again, throughout the time, three months later, I'll forget it. And then I'm like, no, I can add something else on. And yeah. then you're like, go back, go back to it. Remember to keep, keep it simple. Keep life, life simple. Uh, and the times that we're in, keep life simple um mm-hmm. is 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 what i would think michelle what, what are ways that you um like that you look at, at your situation and say hey what's important to me what can i put on my plate yeah actually i think the last couple of the last few weeks it's really been hitting me hard that verse um where jesus is given a parable and he's talking about a master and that looks at them and says well done good and faithful servant mm. and that's just been really hitting me super hard like who's well done am I living for? Mm-hmm. Um, and from that point, it's like, okay, it is it is the mothering thing. Like, that's that's what's on my yard right now. Um, it is the mothering thing. It is the spouse thing. Um, it is certain roles, certain mm-hmm. leadership things that I'm, that I'm in right now, but up to a limit. Yeah. <laughs> it's not as much as I would want it to be, um, but it's up to a limit. Um, there's other things. There are so many dreams I have. But right now in this season, I really feel like the well done um, 
it it has its boundaries right now if that yeah. makes sense like yeah. there's certain things that i need to focus on um so really working backwards from that verse and kind of like what is what is the well done for you like for, for you know for you holy spirit like what does that well done look like in figuring that out with him and working in that because like you said like the world social media um the people around you will make you feel like oh you need to do this you need to do that you need to you need yeah. to catch up you should have been here by now or yeah. you should be doing this mm-hmm. um and it's like no the lord is really not telling me to do that right now mm-hmm. and it's hard to say those things when people don't understand yeah. or when they're just like what do you mean like or they have the go getter attitude and mm-hmm. you're just like i get it <laughs> I, I i understand <laughs> my heart is there but, but the Lord is really wanting me to focus in this particular area yeah. in the yeah. season, and this is all I can do right now. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, can I do everything? Um, probably, but will I not be living a life of abundance? Absolutely exactly. not. Yeah. Like, will I be burned out? Absolutely, yes. <laughs> like, yeah. what I could do in my twenties, I can't do right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just understanding that and being okay with that yeah. and being content with exactly. that. Exactly. And that's where I really am right now. Just like just being content with what he's telling me to do and knowing that I am I am doing a well done for him and not for anybody else yeah you know and that's it's not it's not an easy thing to do because it's a constant battle in, yeah. in our minds like the minute you get that one look you're like oh gosh yeah like I should I should have done that yeah. and it's like <laughs> no and then Holy Spirit is like hey no that's that's not what I'm asking you to do right now it's okay yeah. and, it, and I just always hear that it's okay like yeah. this is it so um, before we close, I have a couple verses that I wanted to share from Havila's Instagram because she just came out with a book. I think it's called I Do Boundaries. Yep, yes, I okay. can do boundaries. Yeah. So one of the quotes is boundaries help me protect what matters most. Another one is we are responsible to each other, but not for each other. Mm-hmm. And that one snaps mm-hmm. to that one. Okay, so that pretty much wraps up today's episode on burnout and boundaries. Thank you guys so much for listening. When you have a moment, think about what burnout looks like for you and what boundaries you can set to keep the good in and the bad out. Make sure to subscribe so you can be notified every time a new podcast is up. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Amplified Voice of Women. Remember, you are loved. You have a purpose. And you have a voice.